In a world desperate to tear itself apart, only one man, and some other people, stand in the way of total destruction. Together they will right the wrongs, make bad, good, and single-handedly destroy evil, together. Who is this man you may ask? This man, is, Jeff. Hello and welcome to another episode of Jeff Jones and Friends Make It Better, the show that takes life's little annoyances, forges them into a ring, adds an elf, a dwarf, a returning king and a sprinkle of hobbits to quite simply make it better. On this episode, I'm joined by author, producer and educator, Bibi Crowell. Bibi, how are you? It's like Bibi, Bibiana, my God, I've I've (laughs) fucked it up already. (laughs) I'm joined by Bibiana Crow. How are you, Bibiana? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on the show. No, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, and how have you been? I've been good. I've been really good. I mean, it's been like one of those rainy sort of gray days, but I've somehow managed to get a lot done today. So, you know, where, who knows? Whereabouts you based? Savannah, Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. Uh Hang on. So I was in New Orleans recently. That sounds like it could be close or not close because no one in America is close, but the same direction. It's, uh, yeah, you know, a lot of the same sort of scenery and that kind of stuff too. But to say that New Orleans is like Savannah would be like saying oranges and bananas because yeah. there's no place like New Orleans. So, sure. Yeah, I can actually firmly believe that. But to be fair, yeah. like it's the only place I've ever been in the States. So if any someone could say that they're in Texas, Chicago, New York, I say, Oh, I was in New York. Is that near is that near there? Because up until <laughs> recently, Texas. Up until I actually went there, I thought just everywhere was relatively close, but it's not everywhere is just a 24 yeah. hour drive or journey from, <laughs> from anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I cover southern UK and you can get from from where I am so, so bottom coast to, to north yeah in a day uh quite quite comfortably so anything bigger than that just I can't fathom anyway thank you very much for joining me uh, without further ado what is it that we are making better today well today um we're going on a magical space discovery as to what alternate universes on the other side of a dryer i want to find all of my missing socks <laughs> this is <laughs> this is kind of that that joke that has been going on for for decades that how oh, haha we always lose socks the socks go to but it is true it is yeah. it is true the amount of odd socks that appear uh, yeah i live the live in a house i have a have a house with wife and children and everything and my son has has just taken it upon himself to wear up socks because it's easier than than trying to find a pair <laughs> or throwing them out. And it's just his thing now. He's he's nine, and it's his thing just to wear our socks. <laughs> so I guess like you, at the very least, would want to buy socks that were all the same length. Otherwise, you'd have one up to your knee and one around your ankle or something. That's, so that's it. Well, the one that most gets him is the uh, days of the week socks. Because his yeah his, his his left left foot's in Tuesday, his right foot's in Friday. He hasn't got clear where he is. You know, I actually can kind of relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the, the the vortex of the tumble dryer. Yeah, yeah. I've, got, <laughs> I've actually been thinking, you know, and wondering if 
someone did a documentary around the world and actually installed a camera on the inside of the dryer door. So when the door closed and you hit the button, you know, for hot fluff or whatever, you see where the hell everything goes because I think it's going somewhere else. <laughs> for starters, before you carry on, the name of the docu documentary needs to be called Hot Fluff. Just <laughs> <laughs> if I named it that, everybody would think it was like erotica. Or hey, something. they they tune in. They'd just be quite surprised to see the inside of a dryer, right? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "Okay, I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah. Hey, it still counts as a view. You still get your money. That's true. <laughs> 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 I'd have to. <laughs> I do. It's, it's kind of the, the Netflix, da dong. Like, because Netflix presents hot fluff and it's just jung, 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 jung the cycle as it goes through the dryer. But then all of a sudden, a hand comes in from the side. It's just someone taking socks. <laughs> right. And it's a hand with like a signet ring, you know, like with some kind of mesmerizing stone. Ooh. <laughs> Going through from a yeah a portal from another another or dimension, maybe, or maybe even it's a like a monster with like you know like claws, you know like some kind of space monster. So it's just actually really sinister. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it could be it, but it could be a we'll say a space monster that needs soft and fluffy things. So it's trying to like find that balance. You know, yeah. it's like this evil, sinister space monster, but it's like I really need some fluffy socks. <laughs> so does it, does it specifically go for like slipper socks? Because I've got a, four, uh, a 15 year old and I'll tell you what, his his sports socks, like his white th uh, sports socks are full of holes. So if you're looking for warm and comfy, then you, you're going to get a nasty breeze somewhere. <laughs> and also, actually, so is the monster living inside of the sock? Is it small enough that actually it can fit inside the sock? Or does it just have lots of needs for socks? You know, I think actually this monster is capable of changing their size. So so I'm thinking that when they're in the dryer, they fit in the sock. And then oh. when they go to deep space or this alternate universe, they're actually really big and it ends up being like like a pinky ring or something. Right. Hence why they need so many because right. one's just not going to cut it. Thousands. Thousands. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, it's got family, so they all need thousands as well. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I just wonder if there is, like, some invention that, that people could create that would somehow, like, clip all the socks together, like, in some sort of, like, neutral clothesline kind of silicone thing that you could throw in the dryer so that you could pull it back out like you're pulling it back out of that universe you know like and all the socks would actually be there but i, I don't know so so yeah so essentially kind of like a string bag but that that you put in <laughs> that you put in which holds all of the socks but um but has to be able to withstand portal travel Definitely. Maybe even have some sort of like maybe a, a pentagram or something on it to like keep evil spirits away yeah. from yourself. I, I mean, because because what you because <laughs> what you've got is obviously if they're all in the bag, you assume that yeah. it's going to be safe. But if they if if it's not just going to be one taken through the portal or the uh, through the di dimensions, it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> 
hold it's going to be all of them. You're going to lose all of your socks then. Um, right. Uh, so that's that's actually quite. So is it better to keep them all together within within the string bag, or just to risk losing one? Because you don't want to be sockless. Well, actually, I just had an idea. How about you? You do twelve loads of laundry, right? So you actually only put three or four socks in each dryer. Right, you know, like right. each round. I was going to say each so, dryer. How many dryers do you have? Well, I I only have just one. Like... I only have one. But I mean, like each each session of drying, you put like four socks or ten socks or whatever. So hopefully, when you're done, you would actually have more socks because the sock monster gets tired of pulling the socks out. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah because I've really thought about this a lot. No, if it's got one, okay, so two two situations. So you've got one load of drying that has got 10 pairs of socks, so that's 20 right. socks. Or you have uh, five loads of drying for your 10 or 10 pairs, so 20 socks. I hope you're keeping up with the maths on this one. Are you at more risk of losing more? Like, well, so with that big load of of twenty socks, ten pairs, do you think the hand comes through the portal and and grab a handful, or will it only take one? Does it take one per load, or so then? Because if you're doing it the other way of multiple loads with smaller amounts, you're putting, I suppose, more at risk if it's taking one per load. Uh, does that make any kind of sense? You know, it does. I wonder if there's some kind of cosmic rule to how many uh, socks can actually depart the dryer and never return. If there's some sort of rule on the other side of wherever they go. Yeah. So, you know, you might have a point. So if you tumble all of them together and you only lose one sock per load, it would make more sense to wash Absolutely. all of them at one time. At once, like once a month, just do all the socks in the house. But also you've, you've opened the doorway then to, if there is a cosmic rule for sock collection, that means there's some, there, ha, there must be, <laughs> must be, <laughs> must mean there's someone enforcing the rule. So essentially that means there is a cosmic sock collecting police force. Who <laughs> <laughs> hey, are no, serious. So there's there's a cosmic uh, sock collecting police force that is monitoring the amount of socks that people are stealing from Earth when tumble dryers, dryers. Well, maybe maybe also it takes more energy to you know um, to show up. We'll say twelve times in one day if you do twelve loads. Yeah. So there's only X amount of energy, or the portal only opens at whatever 7 a.m on saturday mornings because that's when everybody's right. doing, you know so i'm not exactly sure <laughs> but have you ever heard of spaghettification uh no, no well i have a feeling that that might play a part in this and so was it spaghettification yeah as in the pasta it's, well that's it was named that just because of what it does but we'll say you have an article any kind of article and and in this particular occasion it would be your favorite socks yeah so your favorite socks go into the dryer which is somehow when you close it and you turn the power on um turns into some kind of portal right so it's going through the portal and we'll say it it backs up to a black hole so your socks actually 
we'll say the one closest to, you know, the initiation point, we'll say Sp spaghettification is basically when on an atomic level, every single particle stretches out in a line like a giant piece of spaghetti. Right. So if that's the case, if, if that's what's happening as this item goes into the black hole, perhaps because there's so much energy being expelled and there's, we'll say, cosmic rules about how long this portal can be open, that only one sock can actually make it through because it runs out of, like, the gate goes down. We'll say the stargate sure. goes down. Um, <laughs> I don't know how, but that seems to make perfect sense. I have no <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah. Okay, so it allows. I mean, we we assume we assume when obviously we have no real idea of the time time parameters. I mean, we we kind of use in the rule of one sock, one 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 dry load per uh, for, for equates to one missing sock, right? Um, and we we have um, so it's, uh, spaghettification, mm -hmm. spaghettification. So that draws out all the particles into one long line. So it allows it to leave. Could you have multiple of multiple molecule lines, or would it be one consistent for anything that's within that? For example, this example, the dryer, would they all go into one consistent line, or would they each have their own? Well, chances are, because the force would be so great, what would happen is is that you would have whatever it was that had the least resistance would kind of go first. So you would potentially be able to see it and even maybe maybe measure it, but chances are what would happen is you would have kind of one and then two would draw like right behind it. So it might even end up looking like one gigantic, super long piece of spaghetti because right. I think it really has to do with, with how um, malleable whatever this is. Like if it was a tomato instead of a pair of socks, it right. would go a lot faster. <laughs> why 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 is that <laughs> because it's soft and squishy and it doesn't have any threads so there's there's less you know there's less density to be dealt with when right. you have something basically sucking it into this you know gigantic vortex of that you know some people say nothingness yeah. but i actually don't think that black holes are nothing i i don't at all i mean everything's got to go somewhere i know that's a really simplistic look from a human that doesn't know an awful lot about anything but it's not it's not you know the, there's a theory right now about something called a white hole that some people are theorizing that on the other side of a black hole where you can't see and you can't measure that there's something called a white hole where all of the junk that basically the black hole ate gets spit out like a blender without the top on it and i right. think that's a very interesting concept and that that exactly could be where all of the socks are going <laughs> <laughs> Do you know i was fully in, in <laughs> fully ingressed in this, this this science education that you're giving me <laughs> and you, th you throw in that that is exactly where the socks are going i i, I mean it <laughs> <laughs> I so essentially like I mean what, what's what's being done by what's <laughs> being done to get 
<laughs> to stop the black holes and the white holes taking the socks in. <laughs> I feel like there's not enough conversation about this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> are we the only people talking about this? And that's see, that's the thing. That's the real thing. There's not enough. We need more awareness on this on this issue. <laughs> that, that our dryers have a, a what a quant quant. No, I don't even know. I have a, a link to nothingness or what's perceived as nothingness but actually is now theorized as something right it sounds very messy though in fact actually what you've just described that whole kind of white hole having a <laughs> kind of everything that goes in the black hole gets thrown out with like um how do you describe it like a like a blender a, without like the cover on it blender without the cover know? that basically sounds like my son's bedroom like like people are just like the world's part of my language but the world's shit is going into a black hole and it just comes out in my son's bedroom <laughs> well you know if if there is such a thing as a sock monster i have a feeling the sock monster would would live on a planet like mars right you know yeah. so like we look at mars as this like desert place with you know no trees and you know all that kind of stuff so if you were a sock monster and you lived on a planet like Mars and this white hole, you lived directly under the, we'll say the chute of the white hole. Basically you would have like finders keepers all day long <laughs> and cool, you know, like knee socks with stripes and, and sports yeah. socks with like a gold toe and, I mean, like, how cool would that be? I would totally park my little monster hut right underneath the white hole opening. I mean, I was, and, and if you do that, it does negate the whole entering the portal yourself to take the sock and thus mm. ris risking breaking the galactic sock rules. Yeah. Joe, <laughs> um, you know I had an amazing question, and it's and it's gone now because this is. Uh, a level of, of, of you know what I was going to call it insane, but it's, it's not insane at all. This is science we're we're talking here um, that no one else on the the planet is talking about. So, okay, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, <clears throat> I mean, the white hole thing is it it really is just a theory right yeah. now, and. You know, according to a lot of the stuff that that I've read about black holes, supposedly the black hole basically just destroys, you know, everything just, you know, it's just gone, you know, yeah. like blended into nothingness and sort of soaked through the pores or whatever. But one of the coolest things that I've run across about black holes recently is that um, the Hubble Space Telescope has gotten some pictures of some black holes and the we'll say you're looking at the universe like behind me you know it's all of these wonderful nebulas and stuff so we'll say this little rainbow thing behind my head um according to what i've been reading like you see space dust and stuff flying around whatever it would be potentially the size of like a tennis ball right right so it's this shiny little tennis ball with all these gigantic, you know, cosmic bodies, planets, stars, whatever. Sure. And so you don't even know that you're next to it until it's already starting to stretch your atomic material. 
Oh. So, you know, if there was such a thing as a white hole or whatever, I don't know if you flipped it, you know, you flipped the switch and you were on the other side of this. If there is another side, like on the other side of a dryer, if it would be the dead opposite and be gigantic, you know, and, and not be like this little stealth object that can, you know, destroy entire star systems. So it could be wow. like, you know, like those, uh, have you ever seen those water things that deal with like storm water and they, they're enormous. They're like smokestacks on like a, yeah. an old fashioned ship or something. Yeah. Like it's something like that, you know, and it's just spewing space dust and my favorite pair of socks, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, so that's, we need we need like Neil deGrasse Tyson or someone to be able to fully, to be able to fully explain if this if the socks could be there. Um, one thing I, I remember the question I was going to ask, and it's I, I'm very enjoying this um, this this conversation. I don't think I'm ever going to ask this conversation, uh, so ask this question ever again. Um, so obviously you, you mentioned kind of sock plant being somewhere like Mars. So yeah, the, yeah. So, but that's theoretically. I don't know. Some people believe in in extraterrestrials. Others others don't. If there there is life outside of our galaxy, and they have dryers, would their socks be going to Mars, or would they have their own base for the the things, or would they have their own their own black hole? Uh, or, or is it kind of a one size fits all, much like a sock? Um, where do where do the alien socks go? Or, or I don't, I'm trying. No, you know what? You know what? I actually right. um, quantum mechanics. Let's talk about quantum mechanics. Okay. So quantum mechanics. Uh, there's a, a belief that there's a um, exact. I will say spinning image of something here and something here. And when they're separated from each other, they're still reflecting kind of the same behaviors. So if this alien wears socks, because I I think, I think there is, I believe that there is life other than just us, because I think it's very presumptuous to think in this enormous space that it's just us that's i think that's a little bit you know i think that's more ridiculous than thinking there is life somewhere else to be honest because the universe is enormous it's just enormous so in we'll say in in space time which is a different dimension than the dimension where we are right now yeah so in space time we have an alien on a different planet in a different star system um it would make sense to me if you're thinking about at least the quantum mechanics idea that somewhere this vortex that sucks up socks would actually be identical, but maybe not the same. And and the reason I say that is, is uh, Stephen Hawking before he passed away was writing this amazing paper about being concerned that different uh, different sections of space were starting to collapse, 
And right. so rather than absolute infinity, infinity was actually kind of rebelling, we'll say, and just said, enough. There's too much going on here. Too much of this, um, too much is happening. So it's kind of coming back, we'll say, in a circle, or we'll say a helix. Yeah. And it's starting to kind of collapse on itself. So I just wonder if this other, if we'll say, if you're an alien and you wear socks, which I don't think aliens would wear socks because I think they're probably more like um, a blob. Well, <clears throat> in our minds or even pure energy, pure energy is another yeah. way I've really envisioned because if they're pure energy, they could potentially be way more advanced than us because they wouldn't have the physicalities that we have to worry about. Like we have to get in a rocket to go into space. We have the, restri the restrictions. Right. And they wouldn't but have my poor cardio. That's sorry. Well, if you were pure energy, would you run half marathons? Would you even need to? You could just kind of zap yourself to the end and, and call it a day, right? That's it. So I don't know. I'm not sure if aliens, if aliens did wear socks, my belief is that there would be a, um, a place that would look just like the same place where our socks go, but it wouldn't be the same place. Socks just, just for pure energy. Which... Yeah. I mean, like they'd probably wear like really cool socks. Like, you know, like those thigh high socks that have like, you know, like the little, <laughs> you know, wedding thing on it, maybe with boots. Yeah. And they Pro look really good fashionistas. Yeah, they look really good yeah. in them. So. Um, so what, so I, and this has been absolutely amazing. I mean, we do need to find a way to make this whole losing a sock situation better. Um, now, I can kind of think of two ways and I'll, I'll kind of leave it to you to expand on them or to to accept one um so my first thought is a so we, we, we spoke about kind of a string bag to put all the socks in obviously it does come with the risk that they all get taken yeah but if there is if it's not made of string but maybe something stronger that can a last a potential portal journey, but can also be fastened to the inside of the dryer. Just something that can be brought back through. That's one option. The second is if we follow the uh, pure energy aliens kind of route of, well, not the ones that wear the, the nice socks, but what if we just don't wear socks? Oh, my God. Now, I'm a big sock guy. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big sock person. I'm not one of these people. You will never see me with a slightly shortened trouser, a brown shoe, and no socks. That's not me. But if that's the answer to stop this pandemic, or I, I don't know what I don't know what a galaxy version or a universe version of, a, of an epidemic or pandemic is. That's what we have here with the sock situation. Sockdemic. Galactemic. Sockmageddon. Sockmageddon. <laughs> uh, do you know what? You you actually don't know, but I am an absolute sucker for anything with the word ageddon after it. 
So the Suckageddon or Suckgeddon is <laughs> will be my favourite thing, maybe of all time. I mean, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there: if you've not seen the film Larmageddon, then your life is not complete. It's not. You have to, everyone has to watch it. But um, yes, yeah, so Suckageddon. Yeah. So I was was <laughs> what do you what do you what do you think? So you think just just abandon socks altogether? Well, you know, I I remember when it was really cool to wear your shoes without socks. Yeah. And I live in a really hot place, so I you know mostly wear just like you know uh, like Brazilian flip flops because it's always really hot here. Yeah. But um, can I can I propose a third? Please do, please do. Have you ever seen the movie with John Cusack called Better Off Dead? Mm, really I don't old. think so. Don't think so. Well, in Better Off Dead, it kind of starts like the opening scene has this like high school guy who's taking a shower, which sounds gross. You're not seeing anything. <laughs> and he's thank God. So you're you step he steps out of the shower, and what you see is that he's wearing his socks in the shower. Oh. And he starts drying them off with a blow dryer so that's actually my my alternate three is that instead of ever taking your socks off you just oh. wash up in the shower with them on and then you dry them with your hair dryer so you never lose them i, I feel that, <laughs> that it's probably actually my my two options in, in hindsight quite stupid yeah, because I'm, I'm never not going to wear socks, but what I need to do is just wash wash the socks whilst they're still on my feet. Never take right. socks off. Wear, wear them until they, they're holy. Then send them off to another dimension because you don't need them anymore. Right. Um, so you're gift, gifting them instead of them being stolen. So everyone's <laughs> at, actually happy. And you, we, we, we've... I mean, you've just solved a potential intergalactic conflict because everyone's happy. You, it's the, the, the giving instead of taking. I don't think it's much better than that. So do you think you would need to use like three-in-one body wash to make sure they got really clean? Or do you think that like, you yeah. know, just regular shampoo would cut it? To be honest, anything which is marketed to a male will probably do it. Because it's because you can wash your hair, your face, your body, uh, right? A large your car, a, a large cow, your car, um, you could your windows. I'm pretty sure it would do your socks as well. Clean uh, pennies. De you could degrease your cooker. Uh, clean pennies. <laughs> you know, uh, probably <laughs> probably brush your teeth with it if they made it mint flavored. So. <laughs> So yeah, just just any kind of man's. But, <laughs> and, but, but you also have to use the man's. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what you call it, call it America, but a flannel kind of a device to clean the body because you know it's going to be rough, it's going to be coarse, it's going to be so it's going to get all the dirt out. It's going to get that deep. It's like sand sandpaper for your body. Do you know what? I actually live by and I live live by the phrase, "If it ain't hurting, it ain't working." Uh, so that goes by <laughs> anything that touches my body. If it doesn't hurt after, I don't believe it's worked. Um, 
on that note, <laughs> on that note, Pippi, I think I think we've made it. We've made something better. Um, and uh, <laughs> please, <laughs> right? Okay, no, sort myself out. Okay, uh, professional now. Right, Bibiana, thank you so much for that. That, that was amazing. Please. As always, I'll put uh, links and everything in, in the bio, but please tell me what you're working on. Where, where can we find you? Uh, well, uh, my my latest story that's coming out is called Quantum Sea. So it is actually about quantum, the quantum, but not in the way that people understand it right now. It's kind of how I envision the quantum. So it's a lot of imagination uh, and a lot of speculation. But it's on, it will be on Amazon and free to read for anybody on Kindle Unlimited. And that comes out May 5th. And it's part of a series about the future. And what I do is I go 20 years jump, 20 years jump. So Quantum C is 2121. And um, Mint before that is 2070. And the hive is, well, actually, no, it's like 2090 and the hive is 2070. But anyway, um, you can just wow. find me on my website or Amazon. So Fantastic. Well, I'll put the links in. I'll, I'll certainly be sure to, to check all that out. Uh, it sounds fantastic. And also does explain, obviously, some of this conversation as well. Yeah. Um, and I expect it to be very, the series to be very sock heavy uh, <laughs> through, throughout. <laughs> But <laughs> well, actually, nobody in the future wears socks, but it's there's reasons behind that. They're all, they're all pure really... energy. They're all pure energy. No, um, it's not. It's not really that. It's because there, there's no physical activity that that you need athletic socks for. That you need any of that kind of stuff because people are living more in these alternate uh, digital spaces. So your body is almost kind of like your yeah. anchor. Yeah. Uh, your brain and your consciousness is more of what's actually getting all the action. So kind of a, a, a mixture between Wally and Ready Player One. Kind of. <laughs> um, yes. And, and it's, yes and it's, no. but it's, yeah, it, it is. It's, well, actually, it's more like Blade Runner and Ready, Ready Player One. Right. Okay. But not the new Blade Runner, because that's crap. No, no, the good one. Fabiana, it's been it's it's been uh, absolutely amazing. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Um, when we do this again, we'll definitely delve further into other things that are lost within quantum realms um, and. I don't know anything. I'm absolutely exhausted. That's been this has been so much fun and. Um, let everyone go and check out Bibiana's things and uh, yeah, until next time thank you very much and we'll see you soon say goodbye Bibiana goodbye Bibiana <laughs> <laughs>